Look, you're allowed to be French Canadian. Just don't do it around me. Exactly. There we go. All right, and hot off the heels of the how much do you think about Rome trend. Welcome to our podcast that's ranking a fan fiction about Rome. Yep. Welcome to Totalis Jeffianis. This week, Jeff. Hi, I'm Alsa. And I'm Bailey, and we're ranking all of the Jeffs from Jeff 1 to Jeff 30... Five. Yeah, that one. <laughs> this <laughs> week, Jeff Ten. Let's go. It's gonna be so embarrassing if I, it's usually thirty six. That'd be funny, but we'll keep it anyway. <laughs> it's because you messed me up at the beginning of this. <laughs> I'm blaming it all on you. Yeah, that's fair. You can do that. All right. Yeah. So it's been like two weeks. Yeah. You can yeah. also blame it on the two weeks. Uh, yeah. I got engaged. There we go. Yeah, I'm engaged. Congratulations. Now. Thank you. Uh. And uh, got sick right after. Oh, no. Yeah. And so, but it's okay. We're back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're back. Easy peasy. And it's a, it's a long one today. Yeah. And you got it, like, when you say you got engaged, I wasn't like the day after we recorded last? It was. It was. It was yeah, the day yeah. after, yeah. <laughs> and I know, like, you showed me the, the photo of the ring, and then, like, 17 hours later... I got, like, a message um, from the... I don't know if you want me to say... Yeah, I already know. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, you, you, I got a message from Nick, like, Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I couldn't hold it. <laughs> I was like, nah. I, it's too much for me. Yeah. I got the congratulations for being the only person to not, not say, say anything. anything. Yeah. <laughs> thank you, thank you. This is a really big day for me. <laughs> All right, we're gonna start by talking about Jeff Ten. All right, uh, big high fan. hopes, right? Jeff Twitter, um, Jeff Twitter, as we are Jeff call him oh, this whole yes. <laughs> and uh, after that, we're gonna go into the economics of Rome. Yeah, yeah, which I've been looking forward to for since quite Jeff a Six, few. which is it's when I a... said we were gonna do it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but a lot of things happened. Yeah, it's been hard a... to like. This episode's already gonna be long because of it. Yeah, so. we we do this podcast pro bono, so you'll get it when you get it. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you ready to get into it? Uh, yeah. Let's just let's just jump right into it. <laughs> Splash. <laughs> We're in. <laughs> I'm in. All right. On a stormy day, because I always the say beautiful dark days. And stormy nights. Yeah. On a stormy day in three two eight A.D. Ooh. Yeah. Jeff. Twitter was born to Jeff VIII, the bishop, and a random woman in the city of Nicaea. Okay. Uh, because that's where Jeff had um, the, the Council of Nicaea, where yes. he accidentally had another child. Oops. Ah! Yeah. I, I slipped and fell, and then fell back out, and then back <laughs> yeah, in, oops. and then out, and then uh, in, and then out, and then in. And you know, and two people love each other, or don't. Um, and... Yeah. And then they kissed really good, and then she got pregnant. Yeah. Well, Jeff decided that, because it was too late to do, like, any support, like, any form of abortion, mm. um, to just send the child out of the province with his mother. So within weeks of Jeff being oh, born, yeah. he got sent with his mother to the city of Antioch. He won't remember it. It's fine. Yeah. He won't remember. He's, like, literally three weeks old. Yeah. He's yeah. fine. Fresh. Yeah. It, uh, he was sent to Syria and Antioch in particular because okay. a lot of the Jeffianus estates are there still. Okay. Right? Now, these are estates that 
pass through from the other branch of the family, and it's also where Jeff Eight stayed when he originally came to the East. Okay. All right. So it is. Uh, it is still under his property, but he doesn't feel the need to go to Antioch. Again. Yeah, yeah. It's like just I send my child it. there. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Now this property was seldom used. And it had become a shadow of what it used to be. It used to be mm. bustling. There used to be Jeffy and his family members everywhere. Ooh. And they had people there and friends over, you know. Yeah, all yeah. of the people that Jeff was friends with at some point. Yeah, the the, the gears of industry yeah. are turning. It's like a Roman wheel. Yeah, and then the camera pans across the sky. And now it's just like... And then it pans up to the sky and it cuts to storm... And then it goes back down. Just you see the broken and yep. uh, detritus-ridden uh, pouring rain. Pouring rain. Yeah, and uh, just a woman holding her infant child. A out snake front. like crawls out of the door. No, that'd be an omen, though. Oh, the Romans would see that as an omen. Uh, like, a spider be, like crawls out of the door. <laughs> Still an omen. Fuck. <laughs> uh, um, see, back in the days of Jeff four and five, this area was was very popular. Creamy. Now, Jeff would grow up in the city of Antioch and help his mother out. He picked up a trade, but we don't know what it is, so uh, you so could make it up, what fair. you think the trade would so be. So it was more from, like, city to, um, like, a town? Well, or, like, he's still in Antioch. to city? Uh, Antioch's actually bigger than Nicaea. Oh, really? Okay. Antioch's the third city of the empire. Okay, It goes okay. Rome, Alexandria, Antioch. Antioch. Okay, but at this okay. stage, because Constantinople is about to be made, it'll be Constantinople, Alexandria, Antioch. Okay. Okay. Right? So, so like we're on, the, we're on the precipice. Yeah, and so uh, you can make up what trade he was doing as a teen. What do you think? Uh, uh, you know, I feel like because it, uh, it it kind of runs in the in the family bloodline. It makes sense if he was like a metal worker. A metal worker. Yeah. 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 And well, he, he always like he wants to use gold, but probably can't afford it. No, so he just well, uses like and copper. His like his mentor. Keeps telling him that's a stupid idea. It's it's too soft. Yeah, it's, it's the you'll, you'll drop it. Screw you. You'll drop your sword and it'll just shatter. <laughs> well, like it, it wouldn't gold wouldn't shatter, but it would like Bend. not keep an edge. Yeah. So it would like you drop it and hey, you hey, pick hey. it up and it would be like curvy. I know. I've wa- I've played Minecraft. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Um. <laughs> around three forty-five is the next time we hear of Jeff, and he is seventeen years old now. All right. Wow. Nice. There you go. Already a 17-year-old lad. I know. He's, he's moving through life quickly. Yeah, he is. Uh, at the same job, so I guess metalworking, Ooh. he met a girl. Oh. Ooh. Yeah. Young And they romance. got really close. She was the Pepsi to his Coke metal Exactly. Workers. Forbidden romance. Yes. Uh, he was... Romeo and Jeffiette. Yeah. The, the, the Russia to, to her Ukraine. <laughs> nah. No? Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> um... In 347, two years later, he's 19. not 19. There we go. He enrolled in the military. Now he can drink. Yep, he can now drink, uh, even though he's probably been doing that. Yeah, we're Canadian, so it's 19 because yeah. we're cooler. There was an ongoing war with the Persians, and Jeff wanted to do his part for the war effort. Yeah, let's yeah. go. So doing his part. Jeff wasn't deployed until the next year, and I'm guessing on a train station in Antioch. Uh, Jeff and his his girlfriend had a heartfelt farewell. Aww. Yeah, where it's like that she asks him to marry her here, and he says, no, when I come back, we will marry. <sighs> and then she's like, but, but, and then I'm what, pregnant, he, he, kind of thing. 
And he's like, ooh, when I come back, I will be a famous man. Yes. Then he sheathes his katana. Yeah, sheathes his katana (laughs) and heads onto the train and they embrace and Jeff heads to Vietnam. I mean, I mean, Persia. I mean, Persia. (laughs) Train? Wait, hold on. There were layers. (laughs) All right. And now we are entering the Persian-Roman War. Now, this is primarily what this episode's going to be, is us talking about the war between Constantius and Sharpur. What do you mean primarily what this episode is going to be? That's primarily what uh, (laughs) apparently every guy thinks about, at least on a daily basis. (laughs) At least. The, I don't know, proto-Russian war, Persian-Russian war, (laughs) and its effects on, I don't know. I don't even, like, that trend is so wild to me. I, I, part of, I just, I, like, don't get what specifically, you just, it's just like, like, you, obviously, I understand. Yeah. It's a whole thing. If you walk up to just a dude on the street, <laughs> like, hey, what are you thinking about? And it's apparently there's, like, a 7% chance. It's gonna be wrong. That he's just like, <laughs> yeah, my, I was thinking about how Constantinople was really one of my favorite cities. Yeah. And uh, how great of a general! See, Totalis Rankium even like because uh, L. J. Trafford, she's a uh, really good author. She has um, some books on the Year of the Four Emperors, okay, where it covers um, Nero, Galba, Otho, and Vitellius, mm. and they're very good. They're very in depth, and um, but she loves Rome, and she's like, man, I always hate this. This, this this trend because my husband doesn't care about Rome at all and I'm the one <laughs> and so Totalus Rankium like retweeted and said yeah I don't get it either like it's just like the only people that are like dying about this trend are people who aren't even into history everyone else is like what <laughs> but the Roman Empire is pretty great so yeah it's tight my second favorite now going back to 335 Ooh, all right. Constantine the Great was deciding which was the best way to divide his empire. And he sent his son Constantius to, because his father's name was Constantius, his yeah, son yeah. named Constantius too, yeah, yeah. to get some experience in the East. Okay. And um, it isn't clear whether these changes came from Constantius or his generals, but probably his generals because he was around 17 at the time when he was sent there. Um, but... Constantius drafted new soldiers, expanded the cavalry, uh, implemented new training drills, and stockpiled supplies. And raised the pay of the troops. That's Luckily for us, those days are over. Because Diocletian kind of put a stop to that. I feel like which, that's going to go poorly. No, it's, it's, it's pretty good. I'll explain why in the economics part. Because okay, okay. I have a whole thing about that, too. Okay, all yeah. right. Um, Sharpur noticed these things and did not take them lying down. He mm. was like, you know what? You're clearly ramping yeah, up to yeah. go to war. It doesn't help that Constantine also said that year that, Hannibal, you're going to be taking over Persia. Really loudly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He had a megaphone. So in 336, Sharpur <laughs> sent his general Narses into Armenia. His what? His general Narses. I didn't hear Narses. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, is that why they all love the Roman Empire? <laughs> no. <laughs> Actually, oh, that's why all the like weird guys on Twitter have like Roman statues. It's like, oh, it's all Narcissus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
All right. See, anyway. this was Roll. ultimately unsuccessful, and Narcis was defeated and killed. Okay. R.I.P. Narcis. Let's go. Um, but in three thirty-seven, Narcy. Killer. <laughs> it's okay to punch Narcis. <laughs> They're all narcs. Narcis. Narcis. Yeah, there's something. There's something there. We can workshop it. Because of Constantine the Great's death, Sharpur decided to siege the city of Nisbis in 337. Okay. Nisbis is a city on the... Uh, it's like Rome's foothold into Mesopotamia. Okay. Which okay. is where the it's main the, Persian Empire yeah. is. Yes, where the yeah. Tigris and uh, yes. Euphrates yeah, rivers I trying, are. I was trying to remember what the rivers yeah. names were. Uh, Constantius could not afford to lose this. Uh, but luckily for him, uh, Sharpur, he sieged the city of Nisbis for about 60 days oh, and realized that he couldn't take the city and he retreated. <laughs> now, heading back to... That's kind of a weak siege, only 60 days. Yeah, well, it's like you get a good feel for like how well you're doing and they made yeah, no yeah. gains at all. Okay. Like Usually you'd make some. No gains. Least. Yeah. Well, that's, that's the problem. They were all making gains like this, yeah. but they weren't sieging the place. <laughs> I know. They got there. They set up their, like, dumbbell. It just turned into rack. one of those, like, 80s workout videos where they all had headbands and wristbands. And... So, you know, they, they just they <laughs> built the first Equinox gym just outside. And all the Romans are confused cost, like, looking over at all these, like, Persians doing, like, like punching. It was, like, $400 <laughs> a month. That's why at the... Um, uh, that's why it was only two months. They didn't have that much money. The fucking what is it? The 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 gym down. There's a gym downtown that has that statue of Caesar right beside <laughs> it, or the bust of Caesar. Yeah, it's like a, a good. It's, like, it's because of a this. Good life. Yeah. Yeah. Good yeah. Something. Yeah. Um, ooh, I added a footer. Nice. Okay, heading back to where we are, closer to where Jeff is, in 344 A.D., Constantius and Sharpur met in battle for the first time outside of the city of Sangria. It was a rough victory for the Romans, or it was a rough victory for the Persians. <laughs> We're not really sure who it's, won. It was a rough tie. Yeah. Um, they went out there. The casualties the on both sides were many, and just like a lot of good battles, it accomplished nothing but having a lot of people die. Oh. Yeah. Around two years later, Sharpur besieged the city of Nisbis for a second time, but was repelled once again. Ooh. Yeah. Now get used to this, because this is going to be like an uh, like episodes we've never really seen before. Okay. There's a lot of sieges in this one. Okay. Right? So and it, it's really cool, because it's a type of warfare we haven't seen yet. Very yeah. much. Of, right? Yeah, we've seen like, um, what was it, Jeff 2? Kind yeah, of. where he died outside, he died of, outside of it. But as and, they were um, setting up the siege. Which one was it? Who just, uh, who like didn't siege Rome, but like went siege to Constantinople? Siege Constantinople. That was Jeff Nine who Nine. took Constantinople. Oh, but yes, that wasn't yeah. really a siege because no, he was like able to walk in. Yeah, he was yeah, able to walk yeah. in and just take it over. Yeah, no, but there was the one who was like successful in a few sieges. I'm really bad with keeping the numbers in my head straight, though. I know, probably, uh, probably six. I I was gonna say six, but I wasn't too sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. But this this episode's gonna be full of sieges. All right, and like cool. the same like three cities. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff Twitter the siege. Yeah, um, Constantius sent a force into the city of Singar and Singria. It's uh, Singria. This Sangria. is where we get back to our boy Jeff Ten. Let's go. 
Jeff was stationed with this force in the city of Singara. Okay, I think so it's Singara, not Singria. And he's like, he's still nineteen. He's this is just, this he's... is his first year in the military. Okay, I was gonna. So say, remember when he, he like... left the train station? Yeah, yeah. This he, is that where... was him going to yeah. join. Okay, okay. Now, um, I just went back to give some context into this war. Yes, yeah. yes. Okay, cool. Now, Jeff was just a regular foot soldier with little experience, but maybe because of his name. He was asked to join a special infiltration task force. Class 7. Class special seven. operations. Yeah. Um, With his good friends, Machius, Julius, Laura, Fee, Milliam, Gaius, Reen, uh, the Senpai, Sarah, um, fuck, I'm forgetting, Alyssa, but nobody cares about Alyssa, and... Um, It's anyway, okay, you're acting a like a Roman reference. historian. Uh, I swore there was a woman in the story. <laughs> ah, well. Uh, okay, so just, just so we don't have to like go through all the names every time, I'm going to say Jeff and the squad. Yes, yes. And we'll, we'll just assume that all those people are there. Yes, yeah. yeah. Um, but Jeff in class seven, as yeah. they, it was officially known. Cl- Jeff in class seven. Yes, yes. Um, this is where Jeff... Oh, but is it new class seven or old class seven? That's it's old class seven. This is Rome. Okay, old class Rome. Old class seven. Fair, fair. So we're in Cold yeah. Steel one and Cold Steel two yeah, era. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> this is where we believe that Jeff really began to learn about his lineage. If anybody understands my fucking like six different trails references I've made, I didn't understand your six different trails. Feel free to comment right or something. There. I know like <laughs> two people who like trails. I would love more people to talk to about that series. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Yeah, Jeff his, learns about his, his lineage at this time, yeah, right? Because he realizes that like his name is known, and that's why he was able to get into this position. Okay, right. Okay. Uh, is he just like a foot soldier? Yes, it's, it's still like a foot soldier, but it's like the class seven is like a secret. Yeah, in this for... in this story, yes, it is. yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> at some point in three forty eight, so about a year after he joins up, mm. uh, Jeff with a group of soldiers left the city of Singara. Under the cover of night. Oh. Yeah. There we go. At the most opportune time, Jeff and the forces attacked Sharpur's camp that was sieging the city. This is just like when Class 7 leaves Thor's military campus to right. attack the Iron and Blood Chancellor. Wow. <laughs> now, Sorry. I'll keep it a less. <laughs> Sharpur, uh, Jeff and the forces attacked, and Sharpur's camp was... Uh, I'm all thrown off. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. Um, many of the s- soldiers in Sharpur's army were killed in their sleep. And it, was, it wasn't for a while until someone sounded the alarm when they were finally spotted. And Jeff and the force made a square formation and, and hacked their way out of the camp. Mm. Now, it was easier for them because they were already awake and everyone else was confused about what was happening and yeah, not yeah. armored up. So they were able to get out Having of this had siege. their coffee, you know. Yeah. Mondays. Exactly. And so rough was this uh, killing of, of Sharpur's soldiers mm-hmm. that he actually retreated from the city. How many, uh, roughly, I know I was kind of joking about like, oh, it was like 10 people. How many soldiers were it there? It would have been Jeff? over 100. Okay, okay. It was like right, a small yeah. battalion. It was, yeah, it's enough that... If they get caught, they could defend themselves, mm-hmm. but not big enough. Like, 100 seems like a lot, but in a camp full of 10,000. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like, you're good. Like, you can make quick work of a decent chunk yeah. if you're 100, and they're all asleep. Yeah, exactly. Um, 
So yeah, they got into a defensive formation and were able to get out of the camp. In 349 AD, mm -hmm. uh, so the very next year after Sharpur retreated, Jeff would begin to hear a rumor that he might have a brother who currently lived in Rome. Oh. Yeah. Uh, he learned about him because of his brother's close closeness to the, uh, the Emperor Constance. Oh, okay. Yeah, right? So it's because he's working under Constantius, and some people know him, and it's just like Constantius' yeah. advisor's friend knew Jeff. Yeah, but yeah. Because brothers, of how, cousins, yeah, mothers, like they're connected through removed. a group of people because Constantius yeah, yeah. knows who Jeff is in Rome and it would somehow get back. To yes. Him. Yeah, that makes sense. And so he started sending letters out to okay. see, to talk to him. Right. Yeah. And they did start getting a bit of a correspondent at My this time. My dearest Jeffianus, tis <laughs> I, your long lost brother. Is how Jeff nine would talk, but because Jeff... Ten probably didn't know how to read. Sup, fuck or write. <laughs> he probably had to get someone to write it and read it out for him. Mm. <laughs> um, it always that's one thing that always kind of like baffles me that I have to always adjust to whenever you're considering history, is that like most people couldn't read or write the vast majority yeah. until like what the maybe 1900s. Yep. I want to say early or mid. Yeah, like ish. more people in the Middle Ages got the opportunity, and especially with the printing press, it really helped mm. people mm -hmm. being able to mass produce to the masses. Yeah. So, but like you're right, like even if you go a couple, but if like you go, it wasn't an assumption. If you go a couple years off of last century, a lot yeah. of women weren't even taught in schools. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like so, it, it is very recent, and the fact that Romans actually did have a schooling system. Mm. Oh really? Yeah. Uh, okay. We'll get to it in probably about three or four Jeffs, but. Uh, one of the Roman emperors named Theodosius II Dear created Theodosius, a university. To say to you, yeah, you have my That's life. That's probably about the first Theodosius, though. And no, the song's Dear Theodosia. It's from Hamilton. All oh, right, but Theodosius, Theodosia, probably. I believe it. Yeah, um, and the first uh, one of the first universities ever created was created by Theodosius around 400. Yeah. Right, and That's it's cool. still there today. Oh, shit. Right? Like, it's the oldest university in Europe. Is it just, like, four columns of marble? No. The Romans were phenomenal at building. Oh, really? Right? Okay. Like, like we're going to get into when, especially when, like, Constantinople gets built, but look at, like, the Colosseum and all this stuff. Like, that's not yeah. easy to make. Nero yeah. had a 60-foot statue of himself erected, and it was called the Colossus Statue, uh. and... When he got toppled, they took it down and built the Colosseum on top of that spot. Oh, so that's Colosseum cool. stands for Colossus, which was what the statue was beforehand. I see, I see. Yeah, so the Colosseum was named after the Colossus statue. It's like a tombstone. Yeah. Hmm. Um, now, all was not well. Oh, no. Yeah. They did push they back Sharpur, but, <laughs> the, but he was still on the offensive. Yes. The Romans moved towards Nisbis, and Jeff was stationed in this city. Now, a problem soon arose as well when the dams that went through the Migdonis River, which is a river that, uh, it like, I can't remember which one, I believe it's the Tigris River, but it's one of those small rivers that banks off of the Tigris. Ah, I see, I see, yeah, yeah. Right? How, like, most rivers have, like, connecting... Yeah, yeah, it's one of the yeah. ones that, like, kind of branches off. Exactly. And, uh... It made water go right up to the walls of the city. Mm. That's how much this dam flooded. 
Now, Sharpur showing that he was actually a good general and not just incompetent, oh. um, decided to use his fleet now. Good. Because it's so flooded and it's flooding to the walls of the city, he got his fleet onto land into the flooded plains and they sieged the city on boats. Oh, shit. Which is really smart. You know, I don't know what it was, but part of me was expecting, like, he just got a bunch of them to, like, drown to build up a pile of bodies so right. that they could, like, ride into the city there. Yeah, he's not... Uh, I don't know why. He's not That's Vlad just... the Impaler level here, <laughs> right? That was just the first thing that came into my head. And I was like, oh, yeah, no, that's Fun like, fact, okay. Vlad the Impaler will be at the end of our series. Oh, shit. Yeah. Like, I don't know if he'll come into it at all, but he is alive at the end of our series. Okay. So it'll it'll be cool. Uh, Vlad the Impaler. Yeah. From Transylvania. Yeah. Now, using their boats as a launching pad, they assaulted the city with siege engines and ladders. Mm. Right? And it Hope wasn't... They had swords, too. Uh, yeah. Stupid. <laughs> now, um... It wasn't long until the city walls collapsed. Oh, because of because the water? Because of the, the water and the siege engines. Oh, what happened to their phenomenal architects? Okay. Uh, well, this is Nisbis. This, this, the Romans <laughs> oh, then built this city. My bad. Yeah. My bad. I apologize for my See, words and my deeds. And as the wall fa- fell, the Sassanids, the Sassanids and Persians are the same person. I'm going to keep... Uh, they're called the Sassanid Persians. Okay. They are the second Persian Empire after the Achaemenid Persians. Cyrus okay. and Xerxes. Okay. This is this is the second Persian Empire, but because it's and weird to say Sharpur, yeah, Sharpur. and it started Sharpur. with Ardashir. Remember all that time yes, ago? Yeah. Who like cool guy? Yeah, and then his son Sharpur as well. Okay, yeah, and this is Sharpur and this the is Sharpur the second. This is okay. about almost a hundred years later. Okay, okay. Yeah. Is the title still Shan Shah? Yeah, King, King of, of Kings. King of Kings. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, and it's uh, like a little presumptive. Well, the Romans and the Persians, they respected each other. They saw their nations as the two civilizations holding up the world. They're in a kismesis relationship. Right? They realized to each other that the other person is necessary for them to survive. Do they know about China? Uh, yes, but they all think China's a backwater. <laughs> like the Romans hate. The more things change. Yeah. <laughs> or like, I assume they wouldn't know about like... um. Uh, is it the Incans? Is no, that Mexico? No. no. Okay. And the Incans and Aztecs were not around yet. Oh, oh, really? Yeah, we're about we're about eight hundred years off them being a thing. Before or we're after. probably near the Mayans at this stage. Or yeah, or Mayans, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because the Inca were only around for about a hundred years before the Portuguese came hmm. and the Aztec were there for slightly longer. Okay. Right? Okay. Like they did not last very long. And also, um, they started, like, past 1,000. Mm. Like, they're very much in the last 1,000 years that they were around. Okay. Yeah. No, so how's, like, where's, like, um, India in all this? India never comes into our story. Okay. But they are, and it will get into it some in the economics. Okay. They are one of the biggest economic benefactors of Rome. Yeah, because that's that was at least my thinking, was it's, like, they have, like, what, today, a billion people, 1.3 yeah. billion or something. It's like they had to have like a, a relatively early start to like yeah. being a powerhouse. Well, it was it was Mesopotamia, uh, the Yingtze and Yellow Rivers, 
Okay. The Danube River, the Nile River, and then the river that goes to India, which I can't remember right now. Uh, but those were the far first like five civilizations. Okay. And okay. the only one that randomly disappeared was the Indus River Valley. Hmm. Oh, the Indus River. What am I talking about? Oh. Yeah, so the Indus River Valley in India was the first, one of the first civilizations, and they just disappeared from our records forever, the whole civilization. Jesus Christ. But no one knows what happened, right? So it's just one of those mysteries, right? <laughs> but yeah. Um, That's insane. The Sassanids forces retreated to set up their actual assault on the, 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 the city now that the walls have collapsed. Uh, Jeff and some man, some men ran through the city, and they were now standing knee-deep in water. Ugh. Yeah. But they made a shield wall to prepare for the assault important, in the gap. Important question. Yeah. Did the Romans have socks? Uh, probably not, no. Okay, so they were spared. Yeah. They, they, they did wear sandals and little shoes, though. Ah. Uh, and maybe some, at some point we can, we can go into it, because we're going to get into the edict. Uh, not the edict, uh, yeah, the Edict on Maximum Prices. Totalis Rankium did a whole episode on it. Maybe sometime in the future we'll do it, where they made it a little game, where like I, I can give you a profession, mm-hmm. and then I can tell you how much you make a day, and then um, the the things, the prices of other things that you would uh, that you'd have to buy to survive, okay. and let's see how long you could survive for. Oh shit! As a regular Roman civilian, uh, oh. it's really grim. Yeah, so maybe we'll do that sometime in the future. It's really fun. It's yeah. really cool that we have these because we have a, a big slab that from Diocletian's era that has all this stuff written on oh, it. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. no, it's really cool. Now, the assault force came for the city and the Persians slammed into the Roman lines. But the Romans held. The water slowed the Romans down, but they all they had to do was stay in place. The Persians were the ones who had to wave through this, this water to get to them. Yes, right? yeah. And the Persians found it even harder to make headway than the Romans had to defend it. The initial attack began to falter, though, and things were looking up for the Romans until a loud noise was heard from behind the Persians. The sound of elephants. Oh, what? Yeah. Persian war elephants marched towards the Roman lines. That's terrifying. Yeah. Jeff was horrified at these huge animals, but fought on. And what, what probably felt like forever, eventually, oh my God, eventually the Persians began to retreat. Mm. They couldn't get into the city, even with the elephants. Oh, really? Okay. Who wreaked havoc through the Roman line. Yeah, I, was gonna, I, was, I would think that the elephants would be like the final straw. Yeah, well, elephants were notoriously hard to control. Oh, uh, okay. Right? Like, if they, like, they go, elephants tend to go where they want to go. Yeah, yeah. Right? They're, they're like intelligent. Yeah. Sharpur retreated. He needed to just regroup his soldiers. Mm. Now, the battered Romans, they couldn't rest and quickly had to attempt to fix the walls overnight. In the fucking pouring rain, yeah. flooded city. Cold, wet to the knees, and exhausted, the soldiers began to build. Jeff headed this effort, delegating soldiers' tasks to do while he was also in the mud himself, helping, trying to build up these walls. There we go. See, city of industry. What Astonishingly, can I say? they were able to do it within 24 hours that must be a really shitty wall yeah <laughs> or the romans are really good at building <laughs> you know i'm gonna lean towards a <laughs> decent helping of both the next day sharpur looked at the city and sighed to himself it was hard enough to get in the first time the romans did it they rebuilt the walls man i like just imagining him like 
when he first went in, it was like this pristine marble blocks, and he managed to topple it. And then he gets there the next day, the camera's on him, hands on his hips, he like sighs to himself, like, ah, oh, they did it. Just look. What am I gonna do? <laughs> and then it like rotates to the wall, and it's just like fucking like snow bricks on it with like <laughs> yeah. mud pouring That'd out. That'd be weird because we're in the middle of the desert, but yeah. it's fine. One of the bricks like falls <laughs> out and like splashes, and then just like someone else replaces it really quick. <laughs> He's like, well, what can you do? <laughs> this news for Sharpur, along with word that a Hunnic invasion was happening in his eastern borders. That's Genghis Khan? No. Genghis oh. Khan's in like a th- uh, 800 episodes That's as well. 800 episodes? Uh, 800 episodes. 800 years. <laughs> um, That's like proto-Genghis Khan? It is proto the Huns that we know. Okay, okay. Right? So no one that you know would... would... Okay. I know one. <laughs> but we're still related to them, probably. Yes, they were. It's a big theory that the Huns came from, they were uh, nomadic people that lived outside China, and they slowly migrated throughout centuries. Yeah. And this was them reaching Persia, and they still have to keep going until they reach Rome before they get into our story. Oh, okay. So this is the first time we see them actually this, becoming an issue. This is foreshadowing as a narrative yeah. device. Exactly. Which... So, Sharpur had to deal with this Hunnic invasion, but luckily for Constantius, he also had something else to do as well. Ooh. Jeff was promoted at this time, but we don't know what to. Uh, it's not stated, so we can assume he's probably like a little captain, you know, yeah, yeah. A, a, a little group of people. Yeah, it wasn't big enough to no. write about, but like it was big yeah. enough where it was like, in the footnotes, uh, Jeff promotion. He was high enough rank that when news came in that Constans had been murdered by a general named Magnentius, he heard about it. Okay. And that Constantius left the army, uh, left with the army, and left Jeff in charge of a small oh, group okay. of people in the east. Okay. While so like, he went to deal with Magnentius, if maybe not super high up, but like high up enough where like he was trusted. Well, like in that siege, he was the one who really stopped them from progressing. And then he also built the walls back up, helping everyone, right? Like, <laughs> I, there is stand, like, this sounds unplausible, but we will see a time where the Romans actually are able to build a wall in less than a day. Man, it's, it feels to a degree fitting. And, that... and the thing is, though, is how long does it take these, uh, what is it, 20 construction workers to build a house? Uh, Quite wow. a long time. But, they're also but when there's 10,000 soldiers building a wall together, things will progress pretty damn quickly. 10,000 ununionized, overworked soldiers. Who yeah. all didn't want to die from yeah. the Persians. Exactly. 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 So they're they going to be doing some good work. It's all about that external motivation. Yeah. <laughs> you, need that, you need that intrinsic drive to want to build a wall. Now, it's, it's funny to me that <laughs> Jeff X or Jeff Twitter is the one who is building a wall. Yeah. That is actually really funny. <laughs> Um, we don't hear anything else from Jeff for another 10 years. Yeah. Oh, shit, so he's gonna be like 30. Yeah, he's already, he's get, he's already 30 years old. Damn. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's, he's, he's doing good for Aegeus. A- yeah, he's doing quite well right now. And, uh, but after Constantius <laughs> put... If Aegeo was based on how fast you aged, he'd be up there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he'd be he'd be up there with the best of them. Up there with the best of Yo, dude, I, watch, check this out. I'm going to age so fast. Watch this. The Benjamin per- Buttoncore. Wait, yeah, no, the, only, the other way around. Yeah, the only person who's done any better was that one, like, 
twin experiment they did where they sent one up into space to fly around and then had one on Earth. And that didn't work, did it? He aged. It's like mm, pentaseconds. Pentoseconds. That's stupid. It's like <laughs> very slight. Ridiculous. It's, it's physics. Physics is stupid and ridiculous. After Constantius put the revolt down, he headed east again and relinquished Jeff from the position, although Jeff was offered at this time a permanent role as an officer in the army. Okay. Which Jeff turned down. Oh, shit. Yeah, he just didn't want the responsibility of living like that, and also he, he just wanted to have live on his own terms, and once he was done with the military, he wanted to just retire. Okay. Right? Now, it wasn't until 359, so that's the 10-year jump right yes, there, yeah. right? That Jeff heard that Sharpur was invading in a massive number. And I assume he's, like, militarying up this whole time. Yeah. Maybe not, like, oh, yeah. a ton of ranks, but, like, respect, tenure. Well, for sure. At this point, Sharpur had conquered the people that were invading him. And after 10 years, there was quite a few. And he inducted all of them into his army, oh. having their kings be his generals. So he is the king. He is of the Shah right Shah, yeah. Yeah. He's the, he's, he really feels like the first one to kind of live up to the title. Yeah, well, it's just because I haven't gone into them that much, right? Okay. Yeah. But, like, they're they're kind of, like, born with that title or just yeah, get they to are. be Shah and Shah. When they're, this guy, it's like, even if that wasn't a title, you could known, say he's, like, he is the Shah and Shah and Shah. He is, the, he is known as Sharpur the Great. Okay. Right? And Isn't that, like, the third one? No, there's two of them. Okay. Sharpur the Ardashir's, uh, I think he's Ardashir the Conqueror. Okay. And then it's Sharpur one, the great, and then Sharpur two, the great. Oh no! I feel bad. And then if there's the any last, three. like one of the the last long reigning, um, like five years before the Persian Empire collapses, there's a, a, a Persian king who rules for thirty years, does like pretty bad at points, and ends up being killed by his own people. Oh. But he's known as Khosrow the Great, right? So it's just because of the accomplishments he made. Fair enough. He brought the Persians to like their biggest tutorial expansion and then lost everything within five years <laughs> so damn yeah now what is there is there is there a story or is, in our story will there be uh, any any reference to any princes of persia um Good one say. yes in this episode oh okay all right <laughs> kind of kind cool, of like cool. you'll see what i mean does he get cool time reverse powers uh, on no. an hourglass no 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 no, he, uh, it's very short-lived, this Prince of Persia. Actually, I think that got released, actually. What? It was, like, briefly cancelled and delayed, the remake of Prince of Persia. Good. Um, but <laughs> I I feel like I checked the other day, and it released, like, two months ago. I just, uh, they always they keep making the Prince of Persia white, and that's my that's my only problem. Yeah, that's fair. Um, and he looks like Nathan Drake in the PS3 remake. <laughs> anyway. This was projected to be an even harder campaign because Sharpur got those people on his side. Mm -hmm. And also, he had a man named Antoninus, who was mm -hmm. a Roman turncoat. I was going to say, that name sounds Roman. Yeah. He was he had critical information on Roman defenses. Oh, shit. And that's why it was rough, right? It's just like Jeff... Eight? The bishop who never fought? Nope. Seven? Seven. Seven, yeah. <laughs> um... <laughs> Sharpur crossed the Tigris River and marched to Singara again. Crossed the Rubicon. Now, yeah. He could cross the Tiber. The Tigris is going to be our new Rubicon. Ah, uh, I can't wait for Armored Core 7 Fires of Tigris. I know. <laughs> it's going gonna, it's gonna to bang. It is. It's like so good. Anyway. Um, and marched to Singara, which he easily took at this time. The last time he failed to get it. Mm. 
Sorry, I can, <laughs> I can like feel my ADHD <laughs> so bad. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Seeing how we're not halfway through the episode yet. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. We're not even at the part where I'm like, I feel like I'm gonna have like some level of like meaningful input, not just like banter. <laughs> It's like, uh, the Tigris. Oh, yo, this is just like Fires of Rubicon. I love Handler, Walter, and 621. Did you know in New Game Plus, there's like seven new missions? I did not know that, no. There we go. <laughs> so the city that he failed to take the first campaign, he takes with ease this time. Okay. Right? And Jeff was put under a general named Yersinius. Mm. And because I can't I say it. It sounds evil. It, it, it's hard to pronounce. U R S I C I N U S. Do you have it spelled there? Yeah, right here. I even tried to. You wouldn't that be like your sissiness? Your sissiness. We'll do that then. Your sissiness. Your sissiness. Your sissiness. Your sissiness. Your sissiness. That, that sounds. He's sissiness. He's sissiness. So we're gonna call him sissiness. Sissiness. <laughs> your sissiness, based in the city of Nisbis. That's where he was camped. Right? Okay. Constantius wasn't here yet. Your sin is Captain Nisbus. Yes. I don't have anything else. <laughs> After word came in about uh, Sharpur crossing the Tigris, Yersinus decided to move to the city of Amida because that was the city that Sharpur was bound to go to. Okay. But he also realized how precarious his situation was, so he burned the f- the fields in the area around Nisbis and heading to Amida. Oh, like a so scorched that, earth tactics? Yeah, well, because he realized that the Persians were going to take over this area no matter what. Oh, so your uh, Yersinus is um, doing it to his own to, people. Yes. But he's going west. He's going east oh, into going east. to the city of Amida. Oh, yeah, he's yeah. doing it to his own people. Okay. But this is because, like, as much as it'll hurt his own people and probably cause a famine in the area... Yeah. It'll stop them all, all of them from dying when Sharpur comes and takes everyone over, right? That's oh, the way he's seeing. He's, he's kind of like almost self-sacrificing. Yeah, well, because like how, how... Setting up a barrier barrier that yeah. like Sharpur won't be able to go through. Because he can't... Usually when you conquer areas, you take the food from those areas. Yeah, Right, yeah. supply your army. There we go. And right, so now he... Sharpur invents the supply chain? Well, the supply chain is invented and Sharpur has one. But oh, okay. if it gets severed at all, he can't have anything julian had a supply yeah. chain that got severed i mean wasn't this like basically how world war ii ended was just uh, like hitler tried to push too far into russia yeah and also scorched earth backwards like and just like, him not having enough of anything to actually yeah, the like, whole world he, like you not having enough of his brain that if was a na- well, no well like honestly like if a nation like america decided to do it and they were placed or even a nation like russia mm-hmm. and they were placed in a better situation they had a lot more resources right yeah they yeah. probably would have succeeded if Europe reacted the same way as with Hitler. Yeah. Right? It's just yeah. the, it, Hitler's worst enemy was the location of Germany. Yeah. Yeah. Right? And, like, like, and also, like, part, partly contributing to that was, like, the fact that the reason for his rise to power was because he was talking to, like, a downtrodden people yeah. who were, like, uh, I forget the name of the conventions or whatever, but the World War One yeah, basically, yeah. like, fucked Germany. And, like, he rose to power off of that as his campaign yeah, honestly like, he was voted in right yep. the people believed in him and that's because for the most part like as much as we have this biased evil view of him he wasn't an evil man he was a man who well i don't believe that people are evil or <laughs> yeah evil. yeah every everybody believes they're yeah, good right like right? and, and in villains. his world and his propaganda and 
he, he was sick. Yes. A little, right? That's undeniable. But I don't want to say that his mental illness makes him evil. Right? No, no. This is most definitely a man no, where we've seen mass persecutions in this podcast. Yeah, yeah. And those people are often held up as great emperors. Diocletian, yeah, yeah. Adrian, right? Like, yeah, yeah. And like, like I'm not to, I'm not, this isn't meant to sound like gatekeeping. Right. Um, as much as it's really about to. But like, you and I can like kind of say that with like a consistent view at least. Because it's like, not that we view like a modern day leader of a country um as like some sort of like great figure deus figure that sort of thing but it's more like like that's they're largely the same thing still there's still like mass atrocities committed on behalf of them that they and all the time yeah yeah. like because i saw some weird like we're going really off topic here but i saw some some uh thing where people compared trump to hitler and i was like I was like, what part, like, I'm not a fan of Trump, nor do I support his policies at all, mm. but when has he ordered, like, mass killings? If anything, you could argue Obama's closer to being a Hitler type, yeah, because yeah. he's he has, the like, one who, who literally presided over a mass killing of people. Yeah, like, it, it, like, you can, you can obviously make the argument from, like, uh, bigotry and stoking racial hatred and that that's sort of every thing. every major that's, figure in America. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, and, like, you could... This, man, if this ever becomes, like, a popular podcast, we're going to have to probably type something up for this episode. (laughs) But um, you could almost make the argument that, like, Trump was a fair bit better as far as um, foreign policy, specifically in warfare, um, was. Well, everyone was scared of U.S. when when he was in charge, right? That's the thing. No, not even. Not even, like, considering that. Because he was against the Afghanistan war and at the end of it like he was pushing for and I think it ended up happening at the start of the Biden administration um they pulled out of Afghanistan they ended this fucking 20 year war everyone like obliterated Biden for it too yeah oh yeah but I mean that's all the war hawks and shit like that was that's a good thing that it's it is ended and then we got cool photos of the Taliban and Fucking Nike sliders. <laughs> Good God. Okay. Focus. Anyway, Rome. <laughs> I think about Rome. After word came in that Sharpor crossed the Tigris, Yersinius moved instantly to the city of Amida, burning the fields around Mesopotamia to prevent Sharpor's forces from using them. Yes. Right? Now, six legions gathered at the city of Amida. Three of these legions were made up of mostly Gallic troops from Magnentius's failed revolts, and the other three were local, right? Okay. Now, there are numbers that are up for debate. Historian Crawford puts the Roman numbers at 20,000. 200,000. Uh, we'll get to that. <laughs> Blockley puts the numbers from around seven to 10,000. 7,200. And then Harold puts the numbers at around only 5,300. And I assume these right? three are just like... They're more modern. Roman historians. They're, they're modern historians. Yeah. Okay. Okay. They're uh, uh, Crawford's quite big. I've actually never heard of Blockley, but I have heard of Harrell. Okay. Um, these are just the three, three more modern last hundred years. So yeah, yeah, uh, historians. Uh, PhD re, re, yeah, re, re, revising and and rethinking about history, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and well, one day Fawcett. That's the idea. There we go. Um, and the you per- just multiply every number by ten. Like all the anime <laughs> fighting games. Now the Persian army was re- so. Let's say let's let's 
be if we are harsh on the Romans and say that their forces are only at fifty three hundred, or if we're being positive to the Romans and saying their forces are at twenty thousand, it doesn't matter either way because the Persian forces are at a hundred thousand. Oh, right. That is at best one to f- five to one. At worst, worst fifteen to, to one. one. Yeah, twenty to one. Right. Yeah. Like so, it it's looking grim no matter what. Damn. And this is where Jeff and and Yersinius and the entire force was located. Is this where 300 comes from? Because it's no. 5,300. No, it's not. Okay, anyway. <laughs> 300 was a thing. Okay. It's just there was probably around 4,600 okay. Greeks also involved. Uh, right? Everyone's like, it was just 300 eh. Spartans. It's like, no, it was, eh, it was 300 Spartans and then 5,000. It was 5, 500 000. Spartans asterisk. Yeah. But um, that's where the 5,300 comes from. Well, and that's what they say. Spartans it's like they also say against 000. a million Persians, right? Yeah. But yeah. it was 20,000 Persians. <laughs> so they were doing what we do. Yeah, right? So A million Persians. One of them had magic powers or something. They prepared as much as they could behind these walls to defend them. And Sharpur arrived beneath the walls of Amida at the end of July in 359. Hmm. Sharpur was convinced that the Romans would just surrender as soon as they saw the size of his massive army. Ooh, robbing, yeah. <laughs> his robbing massive, massive army. army. Um, Grumbatis, a king of the barbarian tribe that was working for Sharpur, decided he was going to send a letter to the Romans to surrender or they would all be massacred. Okay. He started walking up with his entourage to the walls. Oh, he's going to get shot. When, as they approached, a ballista dart. <laughs> I'm talking like a ballista darts are probably like yeah, they're that pretty big, pretty big. Flew through and hit his son and prince, the heir of his uh, throne, the Prince of Persia, right in the chest uh, and threw him like far back. Yeah, like a, like, a, <laughs> like yeah, instantly killing him. If anything, this bolstered the Romans' morale. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, and the. But by this point, the Persians surrounded the city on every side. Is it? Is there any merit to like making a statement that would be like? Um, because it seems rather consistently that the 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 Persian or like the Eastern army is so big versus it's like the a biggest small army Roman, in the in the uh, uh, but but versus like a small Roman army. But like at the end of the day, it feels like kind of the Romans always win. It's how it's because I'm covering history through Rome. And that's what I was if getting, I was covering I was through Persia, you'd see a lot more Persian victories. Okay. Because the Persians do like the Parthians less so. The Parthians rarely won against the Romans. Okay. But the Persians, like, they 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 kicked the shit out of Alexander Severus. Okay. And they beat they captured Valerian. But I, I Right? Like these are big things, right? And Every once in a while, I mention that, oh, they sacked uh, Tessaphon, right? Yeah. But the Persians go and sack Antioch yeah. all the time. Okay. Now, okay. the thing is, is that they just can't get to Rome. That's mm. very far away from the border, right? Yes, yeah. So that's why we don't hear as many major defeats by Romans. And uh, I guess more thinking, like, are the... Could the numbers that we're seeing be, like, inflated for, for the sure. Persian side? They are 100% inflated. Okay, okay. Um, Just to kind of, like, like, make them pure More stronger. likely, it's more likely that the Roman numbers are somewhere in the vicinity of five to 20,000, while the Persians probably have about 60. 
Okay. Right? Okay. Like, still sizable, but... It was still a difference, but yeah. it wasn't that... And I should say, I didn't write it down, but that's because I didn't want to pronounce all the barbarian names yeah, that enough. are around Persia, because we don't go into them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But there were four tribes that were helping this siege. And okay. each one of those four tribes attacked a different side of the wall. Oh, okay. And the Persians were surrounding the entire thing. Yes. Right? So it was a combined effort to get into the city. Okay. Right? And it's Antioch they're sieging? They're, seated, they're seizing the city of Amida. Amida. It's not a, Amida. It, it's a strategically important city. For it, it's If they capture the city, it's one step to Nisbis. Gotcha, gotcha. And in Julian's episode, they do lose Nisbis. Mm. Right? So yes. this like that's what I mean, right? So it is looking pretty grim. Yeah, if, how, especially if they're able to get it. We are about to go into Jeff's perspective of this battle. Okay. How do you think this is going to go? I, you know, I I want to say I think they're going to be successful. The Persians? Or the, the, the Persians, the Persians. Right. The only thing that makes me not think that is like, and metagaming is the wrong term right, for right. this, <laughs> but knowing that Jeff 10... Sorry, Jeff Twitter plays a bigger part in Jeff Nine's story, and we haven't later even got to that on, yet. Yeah. and we haven't been there. I just I think he would die if they lost, right? Or like if they lose, he dies because he lives. May like there's a chance, but I I think it's like a hard won victory, right? Right, and he's like, kind of ends it. Okay, in the end. Well, let's see how sharp where the great does, right? Yeah, uh, you threw in the great there, so I think, I, <laughs> no, okay. I think I'm wrong. I think I'm, I'm going to be wrong, actually. <laughs> well, you know, let's just see how uh, Shapur the Great does against yeah. Jeff Twitter. <laughs> okay, Jeff stood on the walls of Amida. And was immediately shot. <laughs> and dies. Anyway, economics Swerve, he has a twin brother named Jeff 10. Oh! And we've been doing his twin brother, Jeff X, Man, the it's, whole time. It's, <laughs> you're just, it, it pulls like a... Um, this is like... It, it, not really spoilers, but it's kind of spoilers. It's like how technically calling it Metal Gear Solid 5 is wrong. <laughs> it's Metal Gear Solid V. Right. But yeah. that's what the title is on all yeah. of it. Yeah. That's what it is. Well, it just it's just how like every one of our Jeffs is Jeff I Jeff I I I except for Jeff two. Mm. Jeff two is it just say two and then Jeff two. Oh, trying to write that. Yeah, down. that's the only it's the only time. To be fair, I don't think Jeff two deserves anything. So yeah, that's fine. Fair. For what is he? What did he do? Get his family out of slavery? Who cares? He invented the plague. Yeah, he invented the plague that killed many. Okay. <laughs> Jeff stood on the walls of Amida. His shield was up, and he was looking through the gap in his shield at just the vast amount. Like, I don't think either of us can actually conceptualize 100,000 people standing in front of us. No. That is absurd, right? And There's that 100,000 people like, at It would my be as far as, like, you would, you would barely be able to see them as far as you could see. Mm. Because the average person can see about two kilometers. No, 17 kilometers if it's straight. Yeah. Two kilometers if it's not. Yeah, like we can, in a city. Really, you can only conceptualize it if we're in Saskatchewan. Yeah. Right? Where you can see every the whole population. Where you can see it straight to or the Or in the Netherlands. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. Or Poland. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, yeah. the Netherlands like hilly? Well, no, Netherlands is, its whole thing is, get to the high ground. And then uh, they all look around. <laughs> Where? <laughs> they just stand up a little straighter. Yeah. 
For over two days, arrows and rocks were hurled at the city wall. <laughs> and Romans oh, threw... Did they, did they do the thing that kids would do with their t-shirts on a playground? Like put it over their knees and then pull a rock back in it and fling it? No, but they did do the things that kids do with the slings. Ah, yeah. a little bit of a little bit of David versus Goliath. There are archers That's a good. lot, but the majority of Roman uh, uh, ranged troops were slingers. Oh shit! So they were just okay. they were just hurling rocks through their slings. That makes that makes a lot more sense mm-hmm. because like you're gonna have to bring arrows yeah. with you versus rocks like, are everywhere. Arrows were better, and like don't get me wrong, arrows are better, but in certain yeah. certain situations, slingers are way better as well. Yeah, yeah, and I mean. Heavily armored troops, arrows are better. Slingers go, they, they eat up. Yeah, if a rock uh, hits you, that hurts. If a, and these rocks, they hit you faster than MLB baseballs. Ah, uh, that makes sense, actually. Right? They're using an apparatus to yeah, throw it. Yeah, right? Like, some of these rocks, we're, we're guessing over 150 kilometers an hour. Fuck. 200 kilometers an hour. Oh, so that hits you're you, dead. That hits you, you're dead. You're dead. Yeah, right? Slingers were effective, and it's reason why Romans used them so much. Maybe the real Goliath was David all along. Yeah, he was the real monster here. <laughs> <laughs> While the Romans flew pl- uh, through plenty back at them, over the next few days, heavy casualties happened on both sides. Yeah. But obviously, that's more detrimental to the Romans. Yeah, killing one Roman soldier yeah. is like killing five uh, Persian yeah, barbarians. Or if you want to go 5,000 Romans. The reason I I would say it's between um, Crawford's and uh, uh, Boxley's. Yeah, Boxley's. Because... How do I remember that name? How the fuck did I pull that? Yeah, that, that is weird. <laughs> because, well, it's there's six legions. I don't think six legions would only comprise of 5,000 men. Mm. Right? But I also think uh, like 20,000 is a good guesstimate for this yeah so like, i'm thinking probably around 15 to 17 18, yeah maybe 000. like four thousand on yeah, each wall right so that's that's kind of what I'm, I, i've been thinking um jeff watched as the persians packed dirt mounds along the wall it's Do, it's pack so let's say your walls here they'd pack dirt up higher and higher so they could just walk up like a slope okay it was something that in the the siege of jerusalem that the emperor titus did they built a wall, and, and they were able to, like, a, a dirt mound against the wall. Mm. And when they built that dirt mound, the people on the wall started building their walls higher. <laughs> <laughs> and it just got, like, really comical, but eventually that's, the Romans Wow, won. that's, like, literally just Fortnite. Yeah. <laughs> they got, they got into a Fortnite. build battle. <laughs> Except the loser doesn't get it. The winner doesn't get a winner with a chicken dinner. It's a victory. It's a battle. They, they just win. Fortnite actually. Yeah. What they do is they they preside. The winner presides over the genocide of the other person's people. Yeah, and like Fortnite. Yeah. Um. Jeff began to take control of the situation again. When the, in these kind of like desperate situations, we do see Jeff shine a lot. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like, usually works, he's... Works well under pressure. Yeah, I, I think that's literally... Because I don't think he's at all impressive. I do think that he is very good at working under pressure. He's, he's, he has grit. Yeah. And he's got that grind set. He decided to try um, the same thing he did against Sharpoor the first time. But this time he was going to use two of the Gallic legions. Ooh. And so what their plan was, was that at night they were going to sneak out of the city and attack the camp while in the middle of the night. So Jeff and two Gallic legions leave the walls, and they attack Sharpoor's camp. They inflict 
hit heavy casualties on Sharpur, mm. but over 400 Gallic men died oh. in this, which, again, doesn't That's seem a like blow. a lot. But at the end of it, it was seen as... Um, it wasn't worth the sacrifice. Yeah, you would, you would need to have taken, right. like, what was the number we were working with? Like, a five-to-one ratio? Yeah. Like and you, they you needed to kill, that. like, two or three thousand yeah. people. And they didn't do that. They yeah. just crippled one side briefly. Yes. Right? Um, also, but they made it back to the camp. Sorry? I just... Sorry, Gab. Just... This is our... Um, me asking about a China update. Right. Gunpowder exists. Not yet. Not yet? It, okay. it starts being invented around 800, uh, 700, 800. Such okay. as fireworks... Yes. Um, and then they weaponized the fireworks. Well, Japanese. I don't know what it is. And then gunpowder doesn't really get into Europe until around 1,100. Yeah, because I'm just, I'm curious what the point is where, like, if any of them had just, like, gone to China, they would have been a superpower. Yeah. It's always argued over who who's a stronger nation if they were to fight. The majority say Romans because of how strong their military was and how disciplined it was, Mm -hmm. where the Chinese military, although disciplined, didn't have the rigorous training from birth like the Romans did. Yeah, but they had guns, so... Not yet. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, Like, There there, there will come a point that we're... (laughs) There'll be a point we hit where it's like... That that point that we're going to hit is way before they have guns. Okay. Because the Western Empire falls in about 200 years from now. Maybe a little bit less. Well... Right? And then when it's just the Eastern Empire, they're still strong, but they, and they're still the superpower of Europe. Oh, the Western Empire within uh, the Rome. Rome. Yeah. So they lose, like, Britain and uh, Spain. Gaul and Gaul. And Africa? Italy. Yeah. Okay. And Italy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's an important one. Yeah. Oh, wait. Imagine being the Roman Empire without Rome. <laughs> that's why it causes so much confusion when the Holy Roman Empire takes Rome. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right? yeah. That's right. Like, it is confusing. We're see who's who's sieging us. It's the Roman Empire. Well, no, it was, well, hold it was on. the Franks, and then he declared that they were the you were the Roman Empire now. You're the Western Roman Empire. Oh, isn't so the Holy Roman being Empire. bad at geography? Isn't France to the west of Italy? It is, but it was Germany, France. Okay, is what is what the Holy Roman Empire was in. Okay, and then when it collapsed, kind of France separated, and it was just ah, uh, I yeah. see, I see. It's it's known as the Carolingian uh, Empire, which is. Charlemagne's empire. Okay. Because Charlemagne's not a Holy Roman Emperor. It was retroactively brought back to him. Mm. Otto is the first first Holy Roman Emperor. Is that anything with Ottoman? No, actually. Just really uh, convenient. Okay. Yeah. Now, Sharpur was incensed by this attack, though. It did irritate him a lot. Mm. You're going to try the same thing against me twice, and it works twice... I'm not having it. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, I'm going to kill you all. Yeah. Um, he doubled his assault against the walls, and finally, one of the walls of Amida collapses. When you say doubled his assault... He attacked more fiercely, ferociously. The Sassanids charged, and Jeff heard in the city the walls collapsing. He's like, I need to build. He gathered some of the men that were with him, and they went and they ran to reinforce the walls. But it was too late. When he got around to the, the, the neighborhood in the city that they entered, he saw the fighting was already happening in the mm-hmm. city. And Jeff and his men jumped into the fray and started fighting uh, the Persians, trying to push them back. But after a few hours of fierce street fighting... Which we also haven't seen besides in, like, a Praetorian Guard. Left, right, A, B, start, select. Um, 
this where Street Fighter comes from? It yeah. is where Street Fighter comes Yo. from. Jeff versus Ryu. random Persian <laughs> fight. <laughs> Triple KO. Jeff loses. <laughs> Perfect. Some men. Um, Jeff fought for a few hours, and then some men heard that the command center was captured, and so were the officers, Ooh. including their general, Ursicus. Ursicus. Which is how they were trying to pronounce his name. They were trying. They had a whole thing about it. Yeah, they decided yeah. to just kill him so they didn't have to pronounce it anymore. Ah, so he's sense. dead now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Thank God. And with that, Jeff and his troops began to flee. There was there was uh, sewer sewerways out of the city mm. that were hidden, and Jeff and and the men fought through the cities as much as they could, losing people as they were running. They were mm. fighting and running and losing people. Jeff was just about able to make it out of the city. With a handful of men. Oh no. Amida had fallen. Now, Jeff was scattered to the wind with his friends. Mm-hmm. They are, I don't know, friends. At this point, you'd build friendships. His comrades. Yeah. And um, they were not able to get back to Constantius for over a year. Mm. Just because Constantius is still in Syria. Yes. Not fully here yet. But they eventually got back to Syria, and Constantius was now leading the Roman offensive against Sharpur. Mm. Now, Jeff was put under the command of our old friend, Agility. Oh, shit. Remember the guy who revolted with his brother and then betrayed him at the first opportunity? Yeah. Yeah, he's in this war fighting under Constantius. Yeah, I didn't realize it before, but he's also an Alemannic king. Hmm who has been inducted into the Romans as a general. Okay. Which should, uh, I should say that means that um, the Romans did that often. When they conquered a people, they often kept their king a king and just made him fight for them, just like the Persians did. Ah, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Emperor <coughs> versus king of kings. Emperor versus king of kings. Yeah. See, now I think if he wanted to piss off the Romans, he could call himself the Emperor of Emperors. <laughs> um, yeah. And what would that be in um, Persian? Mm. Emperor of Emperor. Uh, That's well. just French. <laughs> Not quite. <laughs> anyway. Constantius was able to take back some of the fortresses that Sharpur took over time. But in spring of 361, Constantius and Sharpur began to circle one another. Okay. Yeah, and so what I could imagine was like walking backwards, looking at each other, you know, <laughs> like <laughs> in a circle. Yeah. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to step to this? You want to go? Hold me back. Hold me back. Holding themselves back. Yeah. 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 He's not showing any. It openings. was clear with what we just decided, mm-hmm. a battle was about to happen. Yeah. <laughs> Until Sharpur's cell phone rang. Oh shit. Yeah, and he was like, whoa, 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 one sec, one sec." And at the same time, Constantius's cell phone rang. No. Yeah. Turns out, Constantius, his young cousin, Julian, had declared himself Augustus in the West. Intriguing. Yeah. He's related to him? Remember? Yeah. Because he was the family tree? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Sharpur got a message that one of his young cousins also rebelled in the (laughs) east of his empire. That's funny. And so they both looked at each other, and they went to bed. I gotta deal with this. They went to bed. Yeah. And when Constantius woke up, he he got out of his tent, 
and the entire Persian army was gone. Uh. Constantius said, "All right, boys, uh, we'll get let's him go next west. time." Yeah, yeah, and Sharpur uh, and Constantius parted ways, realizing they had things to deal with in their own empire. Yeah, just like every war that we've seen this episode. Nothing was really gained by either side besides the wet wasting of lives. Yeah. Gotta love those wars, the ones that don't accomplish anything for Big either thing. side. You know, I do like these ones, though, because they seem to last not two decades. Yeah. These will, to be fair, this war lasted about 15 years. Okay, so actually that one was pretty yeah. close. Yeah. But there's <laughs> breaks in between. Like oh, a year okay. Here, a year Never there. mind. Yeah. Um, Constantius sighed in relief and began heading towards Julian. Jeff stayed in the east once again, and it wasn't long until he heard Constantius had passed away mm. and named his successor Julian. Ah. Yeah. Ah, easy. He went from usurper to emperor hey. without any fighting. Nice. There we go. Easy. Keep it trample. Everything went a little quiet for about two years until about 363 when Jeff received a letter from his brother that he would be coming east with Julian. To show Mr. Persian Sharpur a thing or two about Roman steel. He's like late 30s at this point, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Or, yeah. Like, yeah. He's late 30s. Okay. And, um, in the spring of 363, a bit after Julian started his campaign, Jeff finally met up with his brother. Hey. There wasn't much documented about this meeting, but we do have to assume that it must have been nice to find out that they have each other. Yeah, yeah. But we also know that they didn't really have anything in common. Mm. So who knows if they really want to keep that bond there for good, right? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> You're basically like strangers to each other, right? Yeah, yeah. They're both in their mid-30s, so... You were abandoned by your dad? I was abandoned by my dad! Yeah, wow, it sounds like we have the same dad. <laughs> yeah, and... Um, Skipping, we're going to skip over Julian's campaign here mm. because we already went through it in detail yes. uh, in Jeff Nine's episode, if you want a reminder. Julian did good at first, <laughs> then made blunder after blunder until he was hit by a spear paid for by Jeff Nine. Okay, yes. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> and now they're stuck in a desert, surrounded by Sharpur, trying to leave uh, with no emperor. Yes. And this is when we were not with Jeff 10. We were with Jeff 9 in the command tent. Yes. Yeah. Where Jeff was trying to angle himself to be the emperor. And then realized, ah, maybe it's not a Well, no, he didn't realize anything. He realized at hindsight 2020. He got word that a man named Jovian had been declared emperor. And that it was none other than Jeff 10. Oh, yeah. Who was the one who declared... Because Jovian was one of his bezzy mates. Ah. Is that, like, where best mates comes from? Uh, yeah, I just said it just to Okay. It. It's not, like, a real I, term. I thought that was, like, a Roman <laughs> his term. His Roman term was bezzy mate. I thought it was a term for, like, right-hand man or no. something. It's, like, bezzy mates. <laughs> it's just bezzy mate. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, they heard of... They, Jeff and, and his little group of friends, they heard that there was a man named Jovian in the camp. Right? And... He was a really good general. Oh yeah, like really good. Like yeah, when yeah. people like, like people like Jovian, you know, so they looked for him, but they couldn't find him anywhere. Oh, oh yeah. But we do have our friend here, Jovian. Why don't we just make him emperor instead? Ah. And so Jovian was declared emperor. Ah oh, yeah. So whenever 
<laughs> the, the less cool Jovian. Yeah. <laughs> hey, remember, and everyone, when everyone thought Jovian was the oh, emperor, everyone you know was like, Jovian? oh yeah, Jovian's sick. I love his sword flips. Who the hell is this? <laughs> That's... Wait, hold on. <laughs> hold on. <laughs> Jovian walks into the tent. What happened? Hey, oh, guys. you're not emperor? Who's this? Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. An unfortunate clerical error. Chance for Jovian went up through the army. Jeff's brother came down furious. Jovian. Jovian. Jeff didn't have much to say to his older brother at this point and walked away from the conversation. Yeah. Yeah. This is the last time they ever see each other. Nah. Uh, again, again just, they were kind of strangers. Yeah, so it's not a... yeah. Jovian was the emperor, and that is what it was. The army proceeded to starve to death in the uh, in the in the desert. Oh. Jovian sued for peace for Sharpur, and he accepted. Yeah. But said, "I will not help you even a little bit. Get back to Rome. Good luck. Yeah, Bye. Get fucked." <laughs> um, and. Once the food ran out, they started eating the pack animals. Uh, and oh, once the pack animals ran out, out, they started eating the pack there animals. There is a theory that they resorted to cannibalism. Jeff if Twitter. this theory is correct, Jeff Ten would have also been forced to resort to cannibalism as well. Yes. And I need to make a note. Jeff. Oh, actually, Twitter. do you have your... Um, yeah, do you actually have your uh, your family tree? Oh, we do I, have to add someone. Yes. Uh, nine, eight, younger and youngest eight. Where the fuck? There it is. Is yes. that is that the second family tree? The first one, right? Oh no, that is the first one. Fuck, I have the second one somewhere. There it is, Jeffy. Jeffy. So under Jeff nine, yes. go down and put a question mark. Okay. Just yeah. straight down. Straight down. Question mark. Straight down again, question mark. <laughs> okay. Two. And we'll leave that there. All right. Because Lovely. then the next person after that's a real Jeff. Okay. And then underneath, we're going to put Jeff the 11th. Not uh, under on this side, under Jeff 10s. I gotcha. Yeah, he's the one who has the, the child. Remember, because at the train station, she said she was pregnant. Oh, yes. Right. right. And it's been like 15 years since he's been gone. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's a long gestation period. <laughs> Yeah, that was it. All right, perfect. Yeah, nice. Perfect. Now, if this is true, Jeff definitely would have been... He would have had to be, eat human meat. Uh, yeah, which, again, it must have been a really grim time to be alive. Yeah, that's most of history, Right, though. yeah. At the end of 363, Jeff and the tattered army walking in on the brink of death walked back into Syria. The army disbanded without basically Jovian say-so, and Jovian continued on with Jeff 9 to the capital, while Jeff 10 stayed in Syria and headed to Antioch. Mm. Because that's where his mother and his girlfriend, who he then married that same year, oh, shit. and his son, who was now 15 years old, were. Mm. Been yeah. a while. Been a while, but for the next year and a half, two years... Jeff would spend it here, okay. at home with his family. Okay. Probably a nice thing to happen after having to eat a human being. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's like probably, not the human being part, but it's eh, probably more common than you'd think. But like yeah. the, um, the dad isn't there for 10, 15 years because he's in the army or something. That happens a lot. Yeah. It eventually comes back. 
Sometimes. Assuming he's alive. Sometimes they come back with other women and other children. Oh, okay. Yeah, that happens a lot because yeah. you take prisoners and slaves mm. and then you sleep with those slaves. Yeah. And, that's and a over time. Term. Sleep is a. Yeah, and then over time, if some. Because it did happen, some soldiers fell in love with their slave and they'd marry and then they'd go back and they'd be like, oh, now I have two wives. This is weird. Yeah. Right? And uh, yeah. And usually the scorn is thrown onto the woman who stayed in the same place. So not, not the man. And she'd be sent back to her father. And if she didn't have a father, to her brother. That's so cool. <clears throat> yeah. And this is she... what they took from us. Yes. Now, in 364, Jovian would die from inhaling paint or some shit. Yeah. And uh, Valens and Valentinian were declared emperor. Mm. Right? The following year, Jeff would receive word that his brother had revolted against the new emperors, backing the last Constantinian, Procopius. Hey. Hey. Copious amounts of Procopius. Procopius amounts of Procopius. There's Valium. Later that year, Valens sent word to Jeff personally, Jeff Ten, mm. saying that he was going to be deployed to Gaul and he had no say-so. Yeah. Jeff realized that this was most definitely because his brother had revolted and he had to he was going to be having to move yeah to a different part of the empire oh. to get away. When I said last week that this does affect the family badly, you just wait. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's fine. Jeff reluctantly accepted realizing that this was all because of his brother's fault, but while traveling he he, he accepted it. Okay. He also received a few letters from a man named Roger. I didn't this is the first time I'm mentoning Roger. That's a Normal ass name. Roger is like he's like a character in Totalis Rankium. Okay, that's yeah. why. Now I I don't know. Maybe in one of these small Jeffs, I'll go over Roger more. Uh, in my kind of lore, joking lore, Jeff hates Roger, mm. but that's because I think Jeff's the most important character in Roman in Totalis Rankium. Where some people think that it's Roger. Ooh. It's one of these two, right? Now Roger is immortal. Oh, um, there's he one is, Roger. He is the mess- yeah, he is the messenger of the Roman Empire. I think that I think his name is Hermes. Actually, yeah. Well, you... he's 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 the Totalus Ram Totalus Ramses Totalus Rankiums Hermes, basically. Okay. And he's really quick. They say he even has the, the the wings on his feet. Yeah, yeah. And he's always bumping around. He's always talking to the emperors. Always delivering the notes. Whenever a Roman emperor gets a letter, Roger's the one who gives it to him. Uh, okay. Right. So uh, maybe we'll go into it sometime, but. For now, yeah, especially Roger. yeah. Um, the first one was from his wife. His son, at seventeen, left home to join the army. Oh. He's also heading to the west. Tale as old as time. Yeah. Then a few weeks later, he received another letter when he, as he arrived in Gaul, that his brother has been executed and uh. that rebellion had been crushed. Yeah. yeah. Yikes. Arriving at the camp at the end of 366, Jeff was depressed, to say the least. (laughs) Oh, really? Yeah. Shocker. Jeff and his new troops were given word that from their centurion, they were going to go into Alamanni territory with the Emperor Valentinian. Hmm. And they were going to show Joey Alamanni a thing or two. Show him what's what. Yeah. And uh, once they were there, after they kicked in the Alamanni... He was going to be on uh, fortress building duty on the opposite side of the Rhine. 
So on the Alamanized territory, they were oh. going to build Roman forts. <laughs> yeah. That's a statement. Like a, it's about sending a message. Yeah. Well, he's a good builder. Yeah. Especially under um, stress. Later that year, he got another letter, this time from his son. His son was now a general in Valentinian's army at the oh. age of 18. Oh, no, that's good. Yeah. No, like, a general. Yeah, yeah. We've never... Like, Jeff Four was a general, but he was in his 30s when he became a general. Yeah, yeah. Jeff, tw- oh, uh, Jeff Nine okay. was a general. Oh, yeah. He was a general yeah. at the end of his life. Hey, he's only been there for like a year. He's Less than a year. Man. Yeah. Like, did he fuck <laughs> the emperor? <laughs> not quite, but not a million miles away. All right. <laughs> um, like, you're not right, but... Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, but like We'll find out. We'll same, find yeah. out. Um, Jeff was shocked into silence by this. And what, took a vow of silence and never <laughs> spoke again? No, no. Because we know that he talks again. Uh, at least one more time. Okay, okay. Um, bad news wouldn't stop there, though. Isn't that good news? Not for him, because his son is not working for a man who hates him. Okay. And his brother just got executed. Uh, and... But his son's a general! Yeah! Ooh, yeah. And he's still a foot soldier. <laughs> but general, let's go! <laughs> yeah. Um, Valentinian and his general Sebastian would arrive. Sebastianus, but I've shown Sebastian. Yeah, yeah. And they led the army into Alamanni land. Jeff was tired of fighting at this time. Right? He was fifty. He's about forty one at this time. Yeah. Maybe a little bit a little bit younger. Maybe late thirties or but his fighting has been like different. (laughs) Like he's been taking a lot of L's recently. (laughs) Um Where's on the morale? Eventually, the Roman army met the Alamanni and the Jathungi. They are two, two combined forces. Okay. Very, 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 very little is known about this battle, to the point where we don't even know the sizes of either army. And Seven when you look it up, the casualties million. just say heavy. Big. <laughs> Large. <laughs> it's that one battle. Oh, fuck. I wish I knew the name. You might. Um, that one battle where one of the armies shows up. And then they start fighting with each other, and the other army just never showed up. So the casualties for that <laughs> battle are all on one side, and yeah. the other one's just like zero. <laughs> I, I fucking forget the name, though. As if there's a mosaic Yes, on it. yes, this is it, this is it, this is it. Okay, we're so, back. After yeah. about ten minutes. Okay. <laughs> okay, it was the Battle of Karen Sebes. Wow. Um, which was part of the. Austro-Turkish War, 1788 to 1791. guns, too. <laughs> uh, so it was between the Habsburg Monarchy and the Ottoman Empire. Yep. The leaders were Joseph II and Yoka Yusuf Pasha. Yep. And the strength was on one side. On the Habsburg Monarchy side, led by Joseph II, there was 100,000 men. Right. Uh, however, they suffered heavy casualties and losses. And on the other side... Uh, the strength was zero because the Ottoman army arrived after the battle and they suffered no losses. What happened? How did they lose? <laughs> so. How did they, did they just kill themselves? Different portions of the Austrian army, which were scouting for forces of the Ottoman Empire, fired on one another by mistake, causing self-inflicted casualties and disrupting the um, army themselves. 
this is why the Ottomans were so successful <laughs> for so long. Because the Habsburgs <laughs> suck and they were everywhere. They were like um, they were the monarch of every major nation bar Britain. And they have like a birth defect named after them. <clears throat> God though, that's incredible. Two days later, the Ottoman army arrived and they discovered dead and wounded soldiers <laughs> and easily took Karen Savis. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Now, this battle wasn't nearly as successful for the Romans as it was for the Ottomans. <laughs> well, but it was pretty... Is, is any battle as successful for the mm. Romans as battles were for the Ottomans? Yes. The, <laughs> the Romans would crush the Ottomans. You know what? Romans, now they're my third favorite empire. I just remembered the other one. Yeah. Everyone wants to talk big about the Ottomans. The Ottomans couldn't step to Romans. Well, they could because they have guns, but like... Yeah! But like, I'm sorry, but like, what? I rank, uh, my, I rank empires by how many guns they had. Yeah, they called the Ottomans the sick man of Europe. <laughs> it's because everyone was jealous of how sick they were. Yeah. Yo. <laughs> um, Maybe they need to check their biases. Jeff was injured in this battle pretty, pretty badly. Oh. Well, what, you can make up the injury. We don't know what it is. He lost a leg. He lost a leg. Do they have amputations in Rome? Uh, yeah, they do. Okay, yeah. We can give him a little pirate stump. Yeah. So for the rest well, of this episode, a really he, big pirate stump. Yeah, we'll have we'll have a big. Cap. I hope he doesn't have to do any running in this episode. <laughs> well, because of this, he was not going to be in warfare anymore. Mm. And when Valentinian left, he was still part of the the people who were going to build the forts, mm. which is fine. You could walk to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in, he was he was delegating a little bit. In three sixty nine A.D., the forces were well underway. Jeff and the soldiers got used to building them every single day. So they woke up. So one morning, uh, woke. while they, they were having sandwich break, they were having lunch break, Let's they go. were like trading sandwiches. Oh, yo, anyone want pizza? On a steel oh, girder, just a couple of guys yeah, above yeah. the city. They were all shirtless because they're sweating. It's they're fucking Roman hot. And yeah. They're gay. Yeah. When all of a sudden, the Alamanni ambushed the Romans while they Ooh. were. Yeah. Ooh. Everyone in the fortress were slaughtered. Oh, Being no. practically defenseless. Does that include? Everyone oh. but one man. Hey! That man... Was Roger. Was Roger. <laughs> was Jeff. Was ah, Jeff. Yeah, yeah. The Alamanni took this crippled man <laughs> and oh. said, you're going to go to Valentinian and you're going to tell him that the Alamanni are on the way... To come crush him. Why would you tell him? What? Why would you just because. surprise? Exactly. Jeff alone fled very slowly. I'm guessing. Yeah. Well, into oops. Roman territory, where he because he ran into some troops, he he was able to say, "I have a message for Valentinian. I'm Jeff." Blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah. He would have been known. Yeah, yeah. And was able to get an audience with Valentinian. Oh shit! Yeah. There we go. This is the first time he's actually come into contact with a Roman with emperor, a, yeah, bar yeah. Jovian, briefly. Yeah. Does, he, does Jovian really count as a Roman <laughs> emperor? Yeah. I bet he doesn't even have an episode. He does have an episode. Yeah. It's a sad episode. It's like a Quintilis. It, no, it's, it's one of the things where I genuinely don't think any emperor in history has had a worse starting point than Jovian. Like, he was bound to fail. He was elected yeah. in a desert, surrounded by the enemy, starving to death. 
Yeah, that's a that's a rough. Hand. His whole reign was him trying to get as many people back alive. I didn't mention it, but the cities of Dara and Nisbis were handed over to the Persians. Okay. During the peace. Okay. Yeah, and also what was also handed back. Valerian. Hey. <laughs> Valerian was given to the Persians. Man, I I think I'm remembering. Whenever I hear Valerian, I'm pretty sure that's a character from the Tangled animated series. Is it? I think so. Yeah, wow. If not, I've heard the name somewhere, but whatever. Yeah, probably in this podcast. <laughs> Besides. Yeah. Um, and I haven't listened to Talia Serenikium, so you can't say them. Exactly. Valent- he told Valentinian what happened. And Valentinian was furious. And killed him on the spot. He was... He, these, these bloody Alamanni mm. think they could just do that to Rome. And then Jeff He'll said, show them a thing or two. And Jeff said, I think you're being a little racist, actually. <laughs> well, probably should have said that because it wouldn't have changed his fate. Oh, no. Valent- <laughs> Valentinian, you need to awkward. check your biases. Jeff stood there awkwardly as Valentinian went on one of his many fits of High rage. Uh, we are not going to go into it now. Actually, I will just say it now because yeah. it's not big into the next episode. Valentinian does end up dying in the next few years. Okay. And he dies of a heart attack from yelling at a, an Alamanni. <laughs> he was yelling at the Alamanni while they were in the room. And That's all of a sudden he stopped. really funny. Looked around at everybody. And just collapsed and died. So proof that being a big he burst a blood nowhere. vessel. <laughs> That's insane. <laughs> while, while yelling. That's so <laughs> funny. Holy <laughs> shit! See, racism kills. Yep. Valentinian ordered Jeff be seized. Jeff was the traitor. He was the brother of a traitor. Sorry. Okay. And he cowardly fled from the Alamanni. Jeff okay. protested at this point. That, no, no, they sent me here. I did not flee. Valentinian did not believe him. That that one's fair. Jeff was executed on the spot for the crime of being a coward. Shouldn't have been a coward. Yep. At the same exact age as his brother, three years after his brother died, he was executed on the order of Valentinian. We're going to rank him. Ready? Fetus Jeffianus. Probably his best round. Pretty good, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll say this is probably his best round. He started in the army and immediately um, was a part of two sieges. Yeah, yeah. Um, Both sieges were a success. The first siege we don't have much on. We just know that it was repelled. Mm -hmm. The second siege, the wall collapsed. And he was was able to help rally and stop them from intercepting. And then I think we should count it, unless you want to count it in success. But I think we should count this somewhere. He was able to organize and have a wall built within within a night, night, right? Which is impressive. Just don't know where we put it. I put that more in fighting. Yeah. Because it was during a fight. It wasn't like he was a construction manager. Exactly. Oh, I forgot to mention the first siege... He went out with the, his squad that you were saying, the, the list of them. Yeah, yeah, the seven, class seven. Class seven. Uh, which and, includes uh, Machias, Lord. Yeah, no. and so much so that Sharpur had, anyway. uh, had to retreat. Yes. Right? So that, that is twice you could argue that Jeff has stopped Sharpur in his tracks. Yeah, yeah. But that's, that's the last victory ends, yeah. we really get. Um, he, uh, 
takes part. He he watches the Eastern Empire for a while. Like I say, he watches the Eastern Empire. He's standing on a field at the border watching mm. with his, some men. There's no fighting. He's just in charge of a little garrison there. Yeah, he's just kind of there. Um, then we have the big siege of Amida, which although is impressive, and I think he should definitely get points for fighting. Yeah, it was a horrible a loss, failure. Yeah, but on their side, there was a chance that they only had five thousand soldiers, and at most twenty thousand against an army of at least sixty, at most a hundred thousand. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if the any odds Roman emperor in their favor and they held out all yeah, right. I don't know if anyone in history could have stopped that. Maybe Quintilis could have. What? Quintilus could have. Quintilus could have, for sure. That was a given, though. Yeah, yeah. That, was, that goes that kind, kind of without that's saying. That one's kind of unfair, yeah. you know. Um, and then he fights in the battles with Julian. They are just where Julian has one victory. I didn't go into it. He has a victory in a pitch battle. The only pitch battle Jeff was actually in, um, besides the last one of his life. And then they lost everything and had to slink back away to the Empire. And then the last fighting we get is against the Alamanni, where it is a victory, but it's a loss for, for Jeff. And back in. Yeah. And uh, so it's a pretty mixed bag. Yeah. Uh, I would argue because we gave his brother points, even though he lost quite a bit, uh, we should still give him points, but I'm not like super up there. I'm thinking about yeah. six or seven for me. Yeah, I was leaning like five or six on yeah. fighting, just because it's kind of like he does it his whole life, and he he it goes out of his way to like deny a more like uh, yeah cushy life. Yeah, that's true too. Like, ah, I just want to. You know I want to do gonna, this. I'm actually go for seven then. Mm, I honestly, I think I I think I lean more five. Okay, there's just there's not enough success. So that is a right? twelve. He gets a five for spirit, and you know, he gets a, like a three for spirit, and then a two for success. Yeah. yeah, which we can actually compare to the person that he's closest to. Is he slightly above Jeff Five, hmm. who don't really remember what he did. I know he politically fought a lot. Yeah, yeah. And he was an envoy. Wasn't he the great? He was the great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then he's right below Jeff Three, who was a Praetorian guard who also fought in the Parthian Roman War. Okay. Yeah, and the, so, I feel like that makes sense. Yeah, we right? just and I think what we have to realize is that the other Jeffs have done what he's done. We just have more detail. Yeah, for yeah. the actual battles. Yeah, because like whenever he, they're in battles, we're like, oh, they fought and, and they, they won. fought and won, or they fought and right? they lost, right? And there wasn't a whole ton of those. Yeah, it was just like that was his life, so that's the story that gets told. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, twelve seems good to me. Cool. Appropriate idiom. idiom. This one's hard because he doesn't really have any. Yeah. I think you could argue the only thing that caused opprobium at the time was him elevating jovian with his people yeah but even then like at least when you look at that it's like i feel like it almost it doesn't matter who he elevated it was gonna be it like it wasn't an issue of jovian specifically yeah or him picking jovian it was just the fact that this it was largely a, a an issue of the situation yeah Right, that he wasn't responsible for getting them into. No. And, um, hmm, is there anything else? Beginning of his life. Uh, no. I no. Not. No, like, this guy is, like, the most fucking put his head down, nine to five, did yeah. his job. You know what, though? I'll say, I feel really, like, I, I do not want to be this guy. 
No, no, not like, at all. This is probably this is like one of the, the like, worst lower Jeffs you could yeah, be. God, you know. Um, but I don't think he was crazy either. Just kind of lived in like squalor and misery. Like I, I, I have a hard time even giving him points because I can't think of anything to attach those points to. Uh, but did he, did he do anything crazy? No. Well, what about him being the reason that they lost four hundred men in that one uh, night camp raid? That was a smart tactic, though. It was. That he wasn't just, crazy. Yeah, yeah, he had, right. And it was so not crazy, he literally already did it with Once. success. Yeah, right? Okay. I was like, you know what? This worked, so we'll try it again. Man, Tried I feel and bad, true. But I, I want to say get... zero. The only other person that's got a zero is Jeff 2. Yeah. And I think he is I, just... And I would almost say Jeff 2 feels like there were more problems caused by him. Yeah. Well, we say that because in your mind, he created the plague. Yeah. And that's the only thing that we, that's the we only suggested thing. giving him points for? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I'll be honest. I think he's just a better version of Jeff, too. Yeah, that's fair. In most ways. So I, I say, yeah, zero for me. Yeah. Okay, that's, yeah. All right. I love that compared to his brother. Yeah, well, his brother, like... His know. brother. His brother yeah. fucked. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Success, Success is Jeffy's. Now, we haven't gone into it as much, but he's definitely paved a way of success for his 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 small family. Yeah. Right? Because the way we see success is that, like, because uh, I would argue that at the end of his life, Jeff Nine hurt the success of his family mm. by being that. Because if it was, I swear to God, if, if Jeff was not the brother of some a traitor, he wouldn't have been executed that day. Yeah. I genuinely think he would have lived longer if it wasn't for his brother. Yeah. Right? No, that's and, fair. And, um, but at the same time, he doesn't, like, set anything up. But I will say the one most positive part of his, his reign, or his, his reign, his, his reign. life, was that Jeff is beginning to be more of a commendable name, especially mm. in the army. Right? Even when he died... Every single time, he was he was the last one out of every situation, right? I I almost feel like, or I'm I'm curious at least how that happens when the final thing people hear about you is you were executed for being a coward, which sucks. Because yeah. I, as much as I realize it's not true, yeah, that's what people hear as your legacy. Yeah, right. Ooh, he did have success for the empire though. Because he did successfully push back Sharpur. Yeah, yeah. And then also, he did was put in charge of watching the East for a while. Mm-hmm. And, like, I, I don't want to give him nothing. I definitely deserve it. No, did. no, I think... Because he, he gets... didn't make the family worse. And I think that's important. Yes, yes. Right? Yeah, and but it's... It, I, he, he really didn't do a ton. No, he really didn't like do a ton. It's like there's just a lot of detail on the not a ton he did. Yeah, and so, yeah... Um, I'm gonna say a base three, not making like things a, worse. I was gonna say like a two. Yeah, if he gets a two, he's matching Jeff two. So now it's if you think he equals Jeff two or is slightly above or below. Did Jeff two? He got his family out of slavery. I give him that, one. Okay, so that is gonna be <laughs> a four for. Success. Well, he got most of his family out of slavery. Well, his mom died before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Worked harder. Yeah. That's what we say. 
All right, Tempest Agio. We already Agio. know the answer. Now we do. Because it is the exact same as his brother's. Yo, so, nice. Nice. There we go. That's the quickest Tempest Agio we've ever had. Yep, most definitely. That is a 2.15 for Tempest Agio. And the last one, Deathicus. Now, I will say, it is maybe not as grand as um, his brother's. Mm-hmm. But I, I will say he lost a leg, limped back after losing a battle, being the only survivor of an, an ambush. And we should say he also walked back shirtless with a stump leg and got caught. And then when he talked to Valentinian, who was in a fit of rage, just red in the face, screaming, um, was sentenced to was sentenced death. to execution, where <laughs> instead of screaming like his brother was that... Valens was a a two-bit nothing worthless man who doesn't deserve dignity. Jeff was trying to defend himself the whole time. Like, hey, it wasn't me. Literally, wasn't me. It wasn't hey, me. it wasn't me. I'm it just walking me. here. Well, I'm just walking here, right? And uh, <laughs> I'm just limping here. That's yeah. what he'd say. Yeah. Um, definitely not as good. No. No. But I, I also he gets like points for like kind of the tragic comedy of errors. Yeah. And also, I also think we should give him points for being the polar opposite of his brother in this situation. Yeah. Because his brother was executed by Valentinian's brother, Valens. Yeah. So the two brothers were executed by the two brother emperors. Oh. Which is kind of cool. That's, see, that's cool. But do we retroactively give points to Jeff Nine for that? Because we didn't mm. factor that into eh. his. Okay, but that's because you didn't know. But to be yes. fair, yeah, I get it. Ah, uh, then no. I think it should be fine. There we go. Yeah. I'm thinking like a four. Because uh, yeah. he's not. Like four to five. I'm... Yeah, and at least for, th- for me, I think the comedy of errors yeah. kind yeah, of yeah, improves yeah. it a bit. Like, I, I, so I would say like, I, I give it like a six. Yeah, okay, I'll go, yeah, yeah. I'll go five then. Yeah, yeah. So. 11, and then we times this one by 20, not plus, times, or divide, divide by 20, divide by 4, divide by 4, what am I talking about, alright, that is a 2.75, there we go, and that is going to be a mightily impressive, I want, 16. does he make it into the 20s, I think he might yeah, he does. just, yeah, yeah. Um, he has like a 20.9, oh, what a guy, Yeah, 20.9. He is 20.9. Just Which is like a third of his brother. (laughs) Yeah. Um, It also puts him below his father. Which, uh, the bishop who didn't fight and caused the big schism in the church. Yeah, see, that was funny though. Right, yeah. And uh, uh, his brother almost clears him with just his fighting prowess. Yeah. And uh, also, Jeff the youngest is very close to him as well. Mm. But he's not last. I think he's fourth last. Um, and yeah, uh, so all we have to do is ask one question. What are you feeling today? Okay, well, let's not jump to the conclusion. Let's think of the positives first, right? Positives yeah. first, all right? He, uh, military man his whole life. You like that with Jeff Six. 
And if anything, we have more detail on him here than Jeff Six had detail. But it still feels like he did less than Jeff Six. Yeah. It's he moved more around just, less It was too. like fucking Tolkien. We just described every branch of a tree <laughs> and every like speck of dirt. Yeah. It's like, okay, yeah, you went for a walk. Just because it took you three hours to describe doesn't make it any better. Okay, and the last thing I'll say to try and maybe defend him here... Yeah. Is, you don't is, have to. It's okay. Is, is, well, like, I, I feel like we should be fair to him. Because he it is... His life is sad, right? Like okay. I have, I have not, like I have not felt as bad for a Jeff as I have for this yeah, guy. And you're about to feel worse about <laughs> him too. He he did, cut, like with those tactics that he did in, um, in in special Mesopotamia, operations. special operations seven. Come on, man! How are you gonna? How are you gonna? <laughs> how are you gonna say he doesn't when he's part of special operations seven? Where would well, he because... rank in the squad? A special operations seven. The only one I would put him above is Machias. Machias? Who I fucking hate and never use unless I'm forced to. I would even put him below Elliot. Um, I was forgetting Elliot. Elliot's the one of the healers. Uh, and I was forgetting Emma. That's who I was forgetting. Um, because the team I always ran was Reen, Laura, <laughs> Emma, and Fee for Cold Steel 1 and Cold Steel 2. And then in Cold Steel 3 with New Class 7, obviously, you're forced to use the yeah. uh, four class member or for uh, students that uh, Reen is teaching. But when you meet back up with Old Class 7, I'm still running Reen, Laura, but now I have, um, uh, I'm fucking the names. Oh my god, how am I forgetting their names? Pink hair and green hair. Um as like a, still the same concept of a team. I'm not even considering like, oh, you know what? He's also <laughs> oh. above Gaius. I'm fucking, but Gaius gets cool in four. I also think Machias you should look at his is, picture. His picture. Ah, that's, about it. that's an all right picture. Yeah. No, he, he's got the nice little Legionnaire yeah, outfit. Yeah. I he love does, the detail in the, in the, uh, he does look like the default guy from a character creator. He does look like, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh Nathan, Nathan Drake. Drake. Yeah. 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 Yeah, no, I, I agree. Um, maybe an ancestor. Maybe Nathan Drake's a Jeff. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Yeah, no, uh, I definitely like, like, it, it. this was, in my opinion, two opposite lives. Yes. Right? And, and, and two opposite families that they end up in, as the icing on the cake is yeah. really, I think, the narrative we've but woven I here. But I think we could, we could say that Jeff 10 wins in the end because it is his dynasty, his family, his children... That, yes, that that's, make the... that's that's absolutely fair. You can give him yeah. the uh, last laugh, barring, of course, <laughs> the, the Jeff score. Nine winning the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, which is very possible. It is very possible, especially like don't know, I think there's a few that you're gonna really like coming up. No, fair enough. Um, and especially the next one, he's gonna be a bit longer. So mm. long actually that we're not gonna have time to do a special thing. Okay, uh, which we actually do have to do something after this. Economics of Rome. That's fine. We're... Unless you want to end the recording and upload it separately as the Economics of Rome episode. That actually might be a good idea. Yeah. Um, partially because I lost the uh, when we were kind of I had like a few weeks where we were like yeah. a sick or Vancouver or whatever. I don't work till um, five. I found out we lost so. the uh, one week buffer I had. So I've been uh, recording on Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Sunday. Yeah. It's like, well, oh, that way, fuck. that way we can get this one out, and then you could just upload the other one at any point during the week, whenever you feel like it. Yeah, yeah. Right. And legitimately, I might do it like Sunday just to get our buffer back. Right. Yeah. Cool. Cool. All right. 
So then in that case, I guess we'll do the outro and... All right. Within yeah. the week, you'll have the economics of Rome. Just... Because yeah. this went far longer than we expected. <laughs> yeah, I thought he was going to be like a nothing emperor that we had nothing on. But yeah. But he actually... When I There's a fair it, bit. Fair yeah, bit. Yeah, a fair bit on him. Uh, so, Jeff, Jeff 10, you do not go to the rounds. You are being executed mm-hmm. by castration... Blinded, uh, blinded, your nose is getting cut off. Burnt alive. And burnt alive. Um, uh, degloved. In that order, yeah. They get their, like, dick degloved. Degloved. Yeah, it's not Looks, pleasant. what, circumcised? I, I, I feel like you could probably <laughs> call that a form of degloving. <laughs> I don't like the, the, the name degloving, I'll be honest. Do you know what it is? No. Um, so I did, like, a lifeguard <laughs> training. <laughs> okay. So I had to see many pictures of this. Um... But it's essentially, You've seen many a penis in your life. Um, well, it wasn't that one. No. But for like a, if, it, if it's like your hand, if you're degloved, imagine if you had like a glove on, but the glove is your skin. Yeah. And then you took the glove off from the finger part. <laughs> and that's degloving. I hate that. It a lot. sucks so bad. I saw so many pictures of it when I was like 14. That's crazy. I'm desensitized to violence. I hate that. I hate it a lot. I saw beheadings online. It adds character. Anyway, what's up? Okay. Well, next time we will be with Jeff Eleven. Eleven. Also known as Jeff Goose. Or Jeff. Because this Jeff. China. This Jeff Jeff is named after one of the characters from Top Gun. Goose. In Top Gun. And so, like, there's going to be some weird fourth wall breaking next episode it's trust also me very worth noting i don't know anything about movies well see i actually didn't watch top gun until this jeff was a <laughs> top gun thing because rob and jamie loved the original top gun movie because okay. in the 80s like or 90s or whatever yeah, it was yeah. like super they're good old, we know yeah well like i think they were born they're like 31 yeah and stuff. old yeah old old <laughs> boomers uh. um and so i watched it and i, I was like really sad upon it. i, I like the movie yeah. i'm like too nervous to see the new one though because it's like like, uh, fuck, like, they didn't need a sequel. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like, I don't know if it needed a sequel. And also, like, Tom Cruise is a little bit weird now. Yeah. So, He's been like, weird for a while. Yeah. He wasn't weird in this movie, though. He wasn't a Scientologist in this movie. Oh, okay, so you can fair, go this. Fair. You can see pre Scientologist. one with a yeah. good conscience. Anyway, we should probably. All right. <laughs> anyway, so we'll see how he, at the age of 18, is a general in an army. And, and, um. And we're doing the whole episode in Chinese in yeah. honor of our great. And, year. uh, yeah. We'll see. All right. <laughs> um, but if you are uh, looking to follow us, you can follow us on Twitter. That's at Pax Americus Pod, P A X A M E R I C U S Pod. Or you can follow our individual Twitters. Mine is at Alsatoric, A L S A T O R E C, which I'll note I am hoping to be more active on Twitch in the relatively near future. No promises because um, my job makes my brain melt, but whatever. And, you and then you find... have to, the rest of the week you're spending thinking about Jeff. So uh, yeah, thinking about Rome, thinking about Jeff. Exactly. Just can't get it out of my brain. Mm-hmm. And you can follow me at B A Fawcett, F A W C E T T, or the uh, Facebook page, Thousand Groupium, and the Discord, which has uh, Discordus Groupium. Uh, Discordus Groupium, which is an amazing thing. They're currently doing the uh, the knockout rounds for the Roman emperors of season two. And so far, 
in the one round that my person that I bet well, on is. Spoilers in. for uh, Totalis Rankium. Spoilers for Totalis Rankium. Well, I'm not going to say who went through, though. Okay. okay. I'm going to say my character from round one went through. Let's go. And uh, my character for round four, I think, is my who is the actually, I think, the guy who's going to win it, if possible, Heraclius, is next. And I am super excited for him. And uh, so, yeah, there's all, there's all the talk about the end of the rounds and what's to come next with Totalis Rankium is, is being talked about because they're also about to finish the uh, American President series. I believe they just did... Um, they just finished Bush, the first oh, sure. one. Yeah, yeah. So I think they're going... Is the it Clinton, Is it Clinton next? I think so. Clinton, then Bush again. Yeah, uh, yeah. Then uh, Obama, yes, that right? Yes, sounds So right. yeah, so then I think they're going to Clinton next, which is it's always fun, um, especially as you're getting into more modern things and it's just horrific. Um, and yeah, so yeah. Yeah. I'll be looking forward to the uh, weekly updates on how my boy Quintilis is doing <laughs> in those rounds. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, otherwise, you can uh, follow us on... All right, let's see if we can run down the list. Spotify, Google Podcasts, <laughs> Apple Podcasts, uh, not Stitcher. Um... Oh, no, what's the one, What's the main one? Podbean? Podbean. There we go. <laughs> oh, fuck. Um, and one day, it'll be on YouTube, so I'll mention it here for when it's on there. Yeah, exactly. By the time you hear it in, like, six months, it'll... For all the new people listening to this in, like, six months to a year from now, yeah, yeah. it'll when, be on YouTube by up, then. Yeah, we won't let the fame go to our head, though. But yeah, of course, we'll right. stay. We'll stay humble. And it's uh, one of our best traits. I think that's it. But that is everything. Thank you for listening, and uh, we will hear from us until, uh, yeah. next week until and next, next time. time. Not. All right. Please, Emperor Valentinian, don't deglove me. <laughs> 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 <laughs>